1: Welcome to the RIA Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Ed Meek of Edge Financial Advisors. Ed, thanks so much for joining us.
0: Seth, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, One of the first times I've been a a guest on another podcast because we've been doing one for a while, so I'm excited to be here. Thanks.
1: Yes. Well, thank you for letting me flip the mic around and interview you. You've been in the business a long time. How did you get in in the first place?
0: Good question. I, I got in the business right out of college. I promised my wife I would never take a job with 100% commissions. And then I took a job with 100% commissions. Um, it was the it was with a company called Equitable, which is similar to the Northwestern Mutual Life or New York Life. Yep, it where, is now AXA. Yeah, that's right. They they promise you the world. And if you work really, really hard, which I was a hard worker that I would make a lot of money and um, everything happened except for making a lot of money. So how i got in the business i did that for a couple years and it parlayed me into a job working at fidelity investments in one of their retail branches which was an incredible opportunity because it was the perfect fit i didn't have to go and find new clients and they did incredible training fidelity is a great company uh, when it comes to customer service and taking care of their employees and and their and their um, clients and so it was a wonderful environment i did that for 11 years had a fair amount of success but was ready to um, go out on my own, so I could practice financial planning much more in depth than I could at Fidelity. Fortunately, Fidelity helped me pay for my CFP um, when I was there at Fidelity, and then now, um, over 18 years ago, I started started this company that I've been running ever since.
1: Well, congratulations! I'm sure the longer version is either in could could either be in a book or on your podcast. So what did you, how did you design Edge to be different? Because you wanted to practice it more in depth. So talk a little bit about what that means to you.
0: Yeah, I think probably what happened, probably what happened was when I was at Fidelity, I mean, that's the only world I knew. I didn't know what being a financial advisor at a wirehouse or anywhere else was like. But what I did know was we had a lot to do, taking care of a lot of clients. And I was kind of like, I would take care of just one thing at a time. And we talked about investments a lot. And while I was a financial planner, um, that encompasses a lot more than just investments. And so I kind of missed and felt like I couldn't help clients holistically the way I wanted. So that was the primary reason that I went out on my own was so I was fortunate enough to take care of some bigger clients. And I knew that if when I went on my own, I didn't know for sure, but I felt like some of them might be interested in this platform where I could offer them a lot more by taking care of them. And that's what I did. And fortunately, that's what happened. I mean, it took a little while, right? Starting your own business. Now, I wasn't just financial advisor, financial planner anymore. I was now a business owner and had to take care of every aspect of it. But I think it was just very comprehensive financial planning. And I know everybody says they do financial planning, but my company was set up to do that from day one. And that's that's what we we've, we've done.
1: Awesome, and you've grown a lot along the way. Let's we'll we'll, we'll get into that. Who is an ideal client for you now?
0: Um, I'd say the ideal client is a business owner who is either independent on their own or they have a small amount of staff. And the reason is we actually have um, an area that we're we're like very very narrow focused on that people most advisors uh, don't do. We actually have our own website uh, built around this, but we specialize in something called defined benefit plans. And uh, some people have heard of them. Some people are familiar with them. Um, we're actually experts in it. We we have a lot of clients that do them. And so we attract business owners that make a lot of money uh, and they can put a lot of money away in these plans. Because as we know, uh, the most you can probably do on your own in a 401k is the profit sharing and everything is maybe about 70 grand if you're over 50 years old but in the defined benefit plans we can sometimes put in an extra 50 100 two or three pre pre-tax and so we like to target and specialize in those kind of um, those kind of uh, business owners and then uh, you know that helps them massively in fact we just did a live event today Um, specifically speaking to that to attract uh, and talk to business owners around that um, the amount of money you save just in taxes per year if you just invest that I mean you could seriously have a half a million million two million dollars extra someday that you wouldn't have had on your own so it's very powerful and it's a good it's a good lead to help people
1: absolutely and I, I, I love the niche and we have had um some folks talk about defined benefits before, but those were providers as opposed to um, the advisors working with the clients. How are you finding the business owners? How are they finding you? How are you getting them to that event? How does that work?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the trick. Um, it's interesting because uh, when you're doing target marketing, sometimes if you're targeting like, I don't know, doctors or nurses or certain, you know, sometimes you can kind of find those uh, a little bit easier. And so we're still working on it. We have a couple different marketing sources, one outside company that um, actually helps us ghostwrite things and just puts ads out there and then it, it draws them in. Um, and then we have our own, some own internal marketing that we do. And so we're still trying to figure it out. And then we're starting to focus more and more on on LinkedIn. Um, that's where we got the people for for this one and, and our current, um, you know, just email marketing uh, people we have out lists or whatever. But that's that's the biggest trick is there's a lot of people that fit that I mean there's certain businesses that actually have uh consultants are a real big one some type of consultant I mean we have a handful of consultants really big real estate uh um uh, people who are in real estate you know they usually get paid 10.99 uh or or people who um you know don't need staff and they're just very very good at what they do sometimes it's even uh, like I have one that's a professor and, and makes more money outside of being a professor because they could charge so much per hour and, and they could literally take almost all that money and put it in this plan because they don't have that available to them at you know the university they work at. So it's that's the toughest part. It's actually our con we have tons of content. We actually have some of the podcasts we've done around it. We've done some specific um actual separate videos around it. And so we have lots of good content around it. It's it's actually somehow getting people to see that it's available because when we come across it, um, it it they're, they just can't believe that this is available. The the area we're going to probably focus on next, I think, is accountants because accountants often will refer them to us, but a lot of accountants aren't even that familiar with it.
1: Um, Ab- absolutely, to- it is a micro niche in the financial services market. Um, you've grown a lot over the years. Talk a little bit about the team you've built.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, fortunately I had a a decent start with some clients that are larger and they like what we do. So we've grown, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of companies have grown through referrals. And so that's been helpful. Um, I think the last few years have been helpful just, um, in now we're starting to get momentum and, and get more referrals and, uh, and working on marketing more than we have just like this, this one area I mentioned, we've gotten, some new clients the last couple of years through that find benefits. And then a couple few years ago, well, about five years ago, I, I stopped doing one thing and I just took a step back and said, what do I want to do? I mean, I, my company is at a place where I've got enough employees where I could probably be fine the rest of my life. I'm still in my early fifties at the time. and um, But that didn't sound that appealing to me. I really wanted to grow something. So uh, I made it a big focus to also uh, work Work on looking into M and A. So we bought a small practice about two and a half years ago. We're in the midst of a few conversations right now. As you probably know um, in the audience, if you have you if you played in this field, it's it's extremely competitive right now, and you got to be the right fit. There's got to be a lot of things that fall into place. But if you look at enough, you roll over enough rocks, then then maybe from time to time you might find a good fit. So um, kind of a combination of all those things is where we've gotten to where we're
1: at. Awesome. What inspired you to start the podcast?
0: You know, um, I, the marketing group that we, that helped us redo our website and then also helped us find the new website for the defined benefit plan. Uh, I don't like writing. I wasn't good at writing when I was um, in college, but I do like talking and I get very passionate about the stuff that I think we're good at and how we help people. And so um, I have a partner who's younger. I'm the older guy. I'm not that old. I'm 54, but I have a partner. His name's James. He's 35. And we seem to get get along fairly well. And we both are passionate. And so the marketing guy was like, if you guys want to do a podcast, you might be decent at doing one together. And that's kind of how it came about. And so we did audio podcasts, maybe our first 10 to 15 episodes. And then we decided to invest in some equipment a couple of years ago. So we've got two cameras. Um, we moved into a new building that I bought, um, just a couple months ago. And we actually, uh, made a separate podcast room specifically that was insulated for sound and has all the cameras and everything set up there. So it's not necessarily do podcast to have all that, but we figured we had the room. We might as well do it. So that's kind of what got us there. And now it's been an incredible thing. I mean, I, I wouldn't say we have tons and tons of people watching it all the time, but it's great for prospects. It's great for people to check us out when we're talking to prospect, prospects. We're like, here's the deal. Like you, you really are interested in this and this. And even though we mentioned it in our meeting with you, why don't you look at podcast number 17 and podcast 22, because you and I both know Seth, like this is another way of people feeling that they know you. Like, you know, in the olden days, it was just a referral. They came in now We might be able to use this in an, and it might translate almost in a form of a referral because they feel like they know you. And I'm, while I'm not the best on camera, I'm, I'm not horrible. And so I think I can build some trust and people can feel comfortable with me. And so it's been a real win-win. We really, really felt like it's been
1: positive. Well, congratulations on that. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing?
0: I think my favorite thing is is uh, and it has been from day one, and that's what got me in the business. I mean, when I was from when I was young, I always liked helping people. You know, even when I was in college, I I went up to college in Chicago at Loyola, and I just I liked helping people. I like I worked at soup kitchens overnight, you know, shelters. I just I just um, feel like it's a gift to be able to help people, and so um, and then I'm good at communicating with people, and so um, I think. Uh, I think what I enjoy the most is when people come in and they become a client and then all of a sudden you start helping them and they start feeling at peace about what they have. Um, you know, the old financial peace of mind thing, you know, we that's kind of a warn, like a lot of people, uh, a lot of people will uh, use that term. And, and I think it's a good term. But my favorite term now is is we just try to help people thrive in their financial life. And when they feel that way, they're not, they don't have anxiety around it. You and I both know, like, uh, it doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or a little bit of money or a medium amount of money, it's stressful. And if we can take that stress away or a lot of it away, and people just
1: thank you, it's just a great feeling. And so that's what I like most about it. Beautifully said. You mentioned earlier, you know, becoming a business owner and having to learn about all the aspects of running a business when you went on your own, your business is obviously a lot bigger now. How do you manage the growth and how do you deal with the stress?
0: Um, So one of the big things I did a a while ago is I hired a coach um, and she just coaches RIAs, people who run RIA companies. And so I use her, I meet with her once a month and she's been incredible to help me navigate because I'm a great financial advisor And then it depends on the day you ask me, but I I think I'm a decent boss and leader, but I wasn't so good for a long time. And I have learned a lot about my leadership and my lack of leadership skills, but I've been working on them a lot. And so I would say the most challenging thing was just figuring out what am I good at and what should I focus on getting better at? What should I delegate? And I'm learning how to delegate a lot more and focus on the things that I'm really good at. Um, I love mentoring some of the employees, especially the advisors, we have some advisors that are here and what I, my next phase is to do more and more of helping other advisors become really good advisors and helping them thrive and helping them become more successful. Um, So I would say some of those things.
1: Uh, That makes a lot of sense. Well, we know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some with us. For our folks watching and listening who want to learn more, where is the best place to go learn more about you, about EDGE, and about the podcast?
0: Yeah, I mean, our website has everything. It's edgefa.com. The name of the company is EDGE Financial Advisors. So edgefa.com is our website. Um, And then my email address is just ed at edgefa.com. The podcasts are on there. The website's on there. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I think that'd be the easiest way to to find me if, if need be. And All I, right. and I, and I love talking to people from, um, uh, the industry. Like, I just love this industry. Like other firms, I mean, it's so rare that I don't really enjoy speaking with other people at conferences or people who do what we do. So if anybody ever wanted to pick my brain or talk to me, I'd be love to talk to them, help them out in any way I
1: can and learn from them too. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been Seth Green for the RIA Podcast with Ed Meek from Edge Financial Advisors, edgefa.com. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Thanks, Seth. Take, thanks, thanks Seth. everybody. Take care. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast. At 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.